Because with all these babies to fight. It's not, oh, it's from Team Fortress. Team Fortress 2. Oh. Yeah. I thought, it, for some reason, I was thinking it's from an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. You're an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. How? You're, uh, I don't know, you're the last action hero. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I am a cartoon, so. It, well, you're, you're, a, you're a canary T-robot now. Yay! Which yes. is great. Yes, I am. Well, I've always been a canary T-robot before this. It's just now internet official. Kind of like how when you, we didn't really start dating until we became Facebook official. I mean, I guess that's true, huh? Facebook official covers so many things these days. It shouldn't. It really? Well, I mean, uh, it'll be our two-year anniversary coming up, which I'm very excited for. Oh, no! What Wait. have I done? You've ruined your life. I've ruined my life. My life is over. Mm. Gross. Disgusting. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so all of David's fangirls disappeared because I'm sure I have them. You know, <laughs> none of this is going in there. Yeah, they find your voice so attractive. My voice is very attractive. It's extremely attractive. That's why I started dating you. Because of my voice. Yep. Who'd have thunk it? I know. Welcome to Undercooked Analysis, the show where romance happens every day. Every day. It doesn't even matter who I'm with. Whoever I bring on the show, romance happens afterward. I know that's already true of me and Dead Palette. Oh my god, I love that picture so much. Can we not talk about that? Ever? <laughs> I found it and I showed it to you and I'm like, oh my god, it's so beautiful. <sighs> yeah, well thanks to Dead Palette's uh, charming <laughs> girlfriend, there now exists Midnight Marinara Rule 34. So, that's a thing. Um, it's definitely X-rated. Yep. <laughs> it's funny. I think it's well done, but... It's I'm really like, well done. <laughs> I'm like, okay, but, but here... And, you know, if people want to see it, they can, they can look it up. Uh, the problem is, I look at it and I go, what is there on the pasta shade to actually, you know... <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> He's 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 a skeleton. He's he's a with, with a cloak and some sort of dark essence. That's about it. It's the dark essence. Fuck the dark essence. <laughs> yeah, apparently, you didn't. might get something bad from that though. Anyway, why are we here? <laughs> well, I I think I loved um, uh, Nick. I showed the picture to Nick Nocturne, and his response was so beautiful. Where is it? Um, oh. He says, um, where is it? God damn it. Just him just saying, what the ever loving fuck is that? Yeah, that's basically what he said. And I, I, I just looked at him. I just said, I, I don't know, Nick. I feel the same way. So I, I don't know. I really don't. Why are we talking about something X-rated? We're going to talk about Disney. And Disney is a happy and joyful place. Sort of. I mean, for some reason, Disney being the happy and joyful place it is does get factored into a lot of creepypasta. Now, I know we've already done a good number of uh, Disney creepypasta here before. Never together, though, for some reason. Yeah, and that's that's actually kind of weird because we're both huge Disney fans. Well, you kick me out. You kick me out whenever you do mine. Well... Because it's a show policy that the author of the story can never be there for the reading of their own story. 
That's how it, that's how the rules work. Just so you know. So if you so if uh, there are fans out there who are like, oh, read my creepy pasta. You can't join us if we do decide to read it. Yeah, exactly. It would just it's against the rules. It's against the rules. So, um, but what we're doing today is uh, I wanted to have Kayla on for this one because I was thinking, well, we were. We needed to read a story, and I thought we'd pull up a Disney creepypasta because there's more out there than just Abandoned by Disney and the ones I've written. I mean, there's popular ones, and we will get to this at some point, like Suicide Mouse, but... That that needs to be saved for a special occasion. That's a special occasion one. I figured we would do one that I had read before a while ago and Kayla is not familiar with. No. And again, this one is called The River Country Film. Which, I like the fact that it doesn't have the word Disney anywhere, and you would never know it was a Disney one, unless... Well, what, uh, out of curiosity, Kayla, what do you know about River Country? Wasn't it if a, anything. It wasn't it a water park? It was a water park. Okay. I, I, I mean, despite the fact that I worked at Disney World, we weren't, like, quizzed on the history of it. So, and not only that, um, one of the things... Dave and I are huge Disney fans, but David's a bigger Disney parks nerd. Yeah, um, my my fandom very specifically centers around the parks. Where, going to, I grew up. Fun fact about me: I grew up not far from Disneyland, and it was actually relatively easy to visit a lot. So I practically grew up <laughs> at Disneyland, and I think that factors into a lot of my my love for the parks specifically. Now I, I'm not sure it's. Because I wasn't originally born in California. I was actually originally born um, next to Portland, Oregon. So, uh, for the first, like, throughout my childhood, I wasn't able to go to Disneyland. But as soon as I moved to California, I was able to go to Disneyland quite a bit. I yeah. mean, you were closer than I was because I lived in LA County. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I mean, I. I still went to Disneyland quite a bit. But you definitely have more of the parks knowledge. I have. The more of the animation and film knowledge. This is very true. But uh, I figured it'd be fun to do another, to do a story that's not by me and not by Slime Beast that has to do with Disney on this, on this show for a change. So I thought we would do the River Country film. Let me see who wrote this before we... Uh, if I remember, it's credited, written by the, the Bush, Bush administration. administration. <laughs> w... <laughs> W wrote this story. I can't. Oh my god, this is going to be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So, um, uh, do you want to start? Ladies first, remember? Yeah, ladies first. <laughs> okay. It had been three years since my family had last gone on a, van- a vacation to Florida, something we did annually before the recession hit. I love that the Bush administration wrote this and they yes, bring up thanks, the- Bush administration. Um, thanks Obama <laughs> oh, <laughs> thanks Sanders thanks Trump thanks Clinton thanks Lincoln <laughs> thanks Lyndon B. Johnson <laughs> thanks Rutherford B. Hayes thanks Millard Fillmore okay we're just gonna keep going let's just keep going uh, I actually know all of them in order the presidents that's good, but that's for another time. That's for another that's a, that's a, If we find any presidential creepypasta, then we'll delve into that. Okay. Since we had enough money, my parents decided, under the popular demand of my sister and I, that we go to Walt Disney World again. We were both teenagers, and our parents saw 
kind of saw this as a bit juvenile, but decided it would be fun anyway. Okay, I'll tell, I'll, I'll, I'll talk after, after this. I couldn't yeah. wait to finally go back, and neither could my sister. Being avid theme park goers as well, we were especially attracted to the creativity and the, well, magic, as one would say, about the rides there. They never got old and had their share of nostalgia and excitement. However, there was one other reason I wanted to go. I hate it. I hate it when people say, like, isn't it kind of immature to want to go to Disneyland? Oh, no, fuck you. I can... (laughs) I I, I will be 70 years old wearing fucking Mickey Mouse ears, going into the theme park and cheering and screaming and giggling like I was five. So... Yeah. You guys can... Disneyland... As Walt intended, or at least the Disney plan, was that it was a place that anybody of any age can go to and have fun. So, yeah, I'm right with you there. And I will be there at 70 years old with, like, no little kids on in, with me or whatever. You'll just be there by yourself, just, yes. like, cackling as you ride uh, Peter Pan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Is that, however, there was... However, there was... So, I mean, what do you think of the, the setup so far, though? Um, you know, this is actually, sounds like the beginning of a story. Like, it, you when I mean story, it's, duh, it's the beginning of a story. What I mean is, it doesn't sound like the beginning of a creepypasta. It feels like just the beginning of a story. Yeah. It, it's alright. It's nothing too special, but I think it's okay. It I guess, works. I guess I like the fact it's like, you wouldn't believe me, or, uh, after all. The- yeah, they didn't do that. It doesn't have the, the, it doesn't have the. No one believes, no one will believe me. This is just another spooky story, but it's true. It happened. So they didn't have to couch it in that. So that's kind of good. Yeah. All right. You normally associate Disney World with words such as excitement, fun, and happiness. But with these characterizations come counterbalances. After scrolling through OMG facts one night, I came across a rather interesting story. It was about an abandoned water park in, in WDW, apparently named River Country. Now, I, uh, as every person who probably listens to this knows, um, I actually did work at Walt Disney World, and, I mean, River Country was never really discussed or anything. I actually did not learn about it until after the college program. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, wasn't it abandoned because it... The water was um, something hazardous? supposedly. Um, so the w- rumor has it that there was some sort of bacteria. Actually, we this came up uh, when me and Benson, Matt Benson, and Andrew Lindy were doing uh, Corruptus because River Country gets brought up, and that was where we had um, the see-through man, aka Friendly John, or something like that. Yeah, uh, which I thought was pretty cool, and actually is a good Corruptus title. So. Could it be that this is a mysterious... No, this was written before Corruptus, I know that. So just so you know. But it's always interesting when people find the the weird side of Disney, the stuff that's just, like, abandoned and left there. So, I, th- I mean, we can we can pull up some factoids about this after we read. Yeah. Um, I was absolutely appalled by this, since I had previously thought of Disney in a more idealistic and perfect way. The water park was directly on the shores of Bay Lake, being the huge stagnant body of water adjacent to the Magic Kingdom. River Country was, and still is, on the same side as the theme park just mentioned, but right next to a resort called Walt Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort. 
Surrounding the water park on the resort side is a large green wall with signs dotting it. These read, sorry, River Country is closed. Well, that's too bad. I was really looking forward to going to River Country. When you last went? No. I had already known, but that uh, River Country is pretty infamous. I know this much that people always want to, like, peer over the wall and look into it. Because it's just, it literally is just an abandoned water park. The place opened in 1976 and used water from Bay Lake in most of the attractions. It was very rustic and wilderness-based in design and contained artificial rocks that resembled those used on another well-known ride, Big Thunder Mountain. Uh, There was a dam present to keep chunks of dirt and mud from getting into the water, too, so guests didn't have to worry about swimming in an artificial bog created by water from the lake. It was opened for 25 years, closing its doors in 2001, and in 2005, a statement released by Disney said that the park would be closed for good. So there's some weird information. So for about 11 years, River Country has been sitting abandoned. Abandoned by Disney. Disney. Oh, Oh, shit! Oh, shit! shit. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Fans fans are going to be pissed at you. I already got enough goddamn screaming episodes. I don't know. I love it. So fuck you. Uh, uh, nature in it is in its advanced stages of reclaiming the area, but the slides remain, and so do you, so do the artificial rocks in the small pond, now a swamp, that was used for swimming. Many urban explorers have infiltrated the area, jumping over the walls to get footage of the abandoned water park. One of the most controversial things about the park nowadays is why it closed, which is what I was destined to find out. I wanted to see some real footage of the area before it closed as well, since from what I heard, it was a very joyous and bustling it was very joyous and bustling with tourists compared to its ghost town status today. I was without internet at the time, so about two days before we were planning to leave, I went to the local library, which archived many old videos that people in my community had dug up in their attics and donated to the library to be part of a small historical society. That's kind of cool. Hoping that I might find some f- good footage, I asked the librarian if it happened to carry any videos dating back, dating back to 2001. She nodded and brought me a small section containing many old VCR cassettes and a few DVDs here and there. After about a half an hour of searching, I finally came across a cassette with the words "the old-fashioned swimming hole" inscribed on top of it. So this That's... this this makes me wonder though: are do our does our um, narrator live in Florida? Uh, you know, I don't think so, because they said they were going to take a trip there. Well, but... I mean, they could be from another part of Florida, but it seems weird that, like, they would, at their local library, if they're anywhere else, they would find random home footage from Walt Disney World, and specifically River Country. I like the setup, but I'm just wondering how likely it would be that they would find specifically footage of River Country. Well, and then it's after 2001, and then not only, right. not only that, it, Google's already been invented, where the internet is in full swing, at this point, um, I find it strange that, I mean, I know she says, or I assume it, it could be he. I our, 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 our narrator is gender ambiguous. doesn't matter. Z. Z. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, just is, I, I mean, I can understand not having internet. There was a point where my laptop crashed. So, um, I actually, at the time, had to go to my library 
to type up uh, like papers and such for college. Right. And I'm not questioning the validity of that because this is probably pre-YouTube being... Well, I said it's been three years since this was written and we have no idea when this was written. So it could be before uh, an era... This could be from an era before YouTube and before any... Because even if you look, it's hard to find um, footage from River Country. But what I don't understand, though, is the library would have internet at this time. Why couldn't... That's true. I mean, it would be nice to say I tried to search up something on River Country. Not much was said, except for this, this, this. I don't know. It just... I think you would do... You would be able to still go on the internet if this is post-2001. This is definitely post-2001, and they even mentioned 2005. My guess is that maybe at this point there's not a lot of footage of uh, River Country on um, online. online at this point. So this is the best bet that our narrator has. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm just wondering. It's just, it's just a question. Anyway, you've got the next paragraph here. This term was used to describe River Country described in, or during its glory days, so I took it, almost certain that it was the footage I was looking for. I asked the librarian if I could sign it out, but she told me that the historical videos had to stay in the library. I could, however, watch the video in a small conference room behind the front desk. All right, cool. The librarian led me into the windowless room, and I took a seat in front of the television, clearly a trap. Uh, She left the room and closed the door so that the audio would not disturb any of the other library patrons. I popped the cassette into the VCR under the TV and turned the lights off so I could see the video better. I was expecting the quality to be low anyway. Actually, I kind of like this setup. I do actually kind of like this setup. For yeah. Because I've been in, you know, in a situation in college where I've had to go into the library and watch videos. So have I. Actually, um, the film I had to watch was uh, City of God. Oh. And I, I was not allowed to take it out, so I <laughs> had to sit there and watch it, which was, I, it was fantastic. That's such a great film. My sister. I, I, I had to watch um, a bunch of the old uh, silent Shakespeare movies. Oh. From like, you know, early, early days of film. My sister actually had a funnier situation uh, where she had to go to the library, and the film she had to watch was Short Bus. Short Bus. Do you know what that's about? No. Oh, boy. So, <laughs> for those who know or don't know, Short Bus is about um, a group of people who are having trouble in their sex life. So, there's a lot of... Basically... You, it, the idea behind it is, um, you know how in films they would have people do something to signify sex? Right. Uh, in this case, it's this people actually have sex and it signifies something else. Interesting. So, my sister <laughs> is in the library. She's, uh, she's, and it's a DVD, so they said you can watch it. You can't take it out of the library, but you can watch it on your computer. Right. She puts it into her computer First thing that shows people having sex, she's like, oh my god! <laughs> and she's fine, trying, she's like, I tried so hard to find a private place in the library to watch this without any people looking over my shoulder, looking, thinking, what the hell was wrong with me? <laughs> Nothing doing. Oh, wow. And she had to watch this for a class. <laughs> no, when she told me, like, uh, oh, I have to watch the movie Short Bus, I would laugh so hard. She's like, what? And I'm like, y- you'll see. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, let's let's not keep people hanging here. Let's let's find out what the video contained. Okay, uh, for about a half minute or so, the screen was gray and was accompanied with a loud beeping noise, typically for old VCR tape or cassettes. 
The gray soon disappeared, showing footage of two individuals in the front entrance to River Country. They were both men, and it was very either very late at night or very early in the morning, as nobody else was in the park. Very few of the water park's lights were on either. On the bottom left corner of the screen, the date November 1st, 2001 was displayed. This was significant because the water park closed for good the very next day on November 2nd. All right. The two men were talking about how they had been denied entrance to the park in the morning since it had reached the guest capacity limit. They also stated that only at these hours of night could they get past the park security. The two walked up to the bigger water, to, to the bigger water slides in the park, which led directly into the pond supplied by the green water of Bay Lake. Once they both got to the top of the slide, there was an, which was encircled by artificial orange rocks, one man prepared to slide down. The two laughed over what seemed to be an inside joke, and finally the cameraman ended up pushing his friends down. I heard him scream in delight as he descended to the pond. The cameraman then proceeded back the way they had come to get to the slides and across a bridge that traversed the small lagoon. He ended up back at the pond's shore where the sound of a splash was heard. This is when the video started to unsettle me a little. Uh. <laughs> After waiting at the shore of the pond for about three minutes, nobody surfered, surfered, surfaced. Gotta hit my reading. The cameraman began to cry his friend's name frantically and started to run back to get help at the Fort Wilderness Resort. He stopped abruptly, though, at what seemed to be the kitty area, a small, shallow pond, on hearing a faint cough. He instantly turned around and saw a barely visible shadow about ten or so feet behind him. Relieved, the cameraman started to approach his friend, glad he was okay, but again, he abruptly halted. You know, I did not... I, I kind of like... As weird as it sounds, I kind of like the fact that it kind of didn't set us up to, like, expect something scary. It felt more like a, you know, I was really curious about this. Mm-hmm. He, they, they were, go, the character was going in looking kind of for, to answer just a mystery, not to... Find something, like, horrifying. Yeah, and even then, it was just like, I want to know why it was abandoned. Which is not like, ooh, it's something creepy. It's some, It's actually like... You know, this is actually kind of interesting. Why would they abandon a park that actually did well? Yeah. So it's kind of interesting that they're actually now stumbling upon something scary rather than... Yeah, I, I do like that that aspect to it. It works for a discovery thing. Um, all right, so here we go. The friend's head was hanging down, and he slowly inched it up. The cameraman started to hyperventilate as the features of the other man's face began to show. Crimson, dry blood was caked around his mouth, and some was even dripping off his chin. He was missing all the hair off his head as well. But one of the most disturbing parts of this image was that there were patches of skin missing that revealed parts of the man's skull and jawbone, and he was even missing his right eye, leaving an empty socket. The, uh... Well, this all happened in the span of three minutes? Holy shit. What kind of, what kind of zombie plague just hit this guy? <laughs> oh, okay. I became severely nauseous at the sight of this, to the point where I began swallowing my own vomit. Ew. My heart also began to race as fears started to settle in my blood. At last, as the last few, last minutes of the film approached, the horrendous figure muttered something, something that sounded like, there is no hope under the water. With that, the cameraman ran for his life, wheezing and panicking through the, his ordeal. Is this working? 
Do we like this? How do you feel so far? Uh, <laughs> it was good, and then it all of a sudden is like, surprise! It's a ghoul. I'd be more interested if it was like, I don't know. Well, let's keep going. I'll We'll get gauge it a little later. I wanted to turn the television off and run myself, so I bolted to the door leading out of the room. I reached for the doorknob, but paused. The television was giving off the sound of an old furnace found in the basement of a home, just in a softer tone. The tone, for some unknown reason, kept me from moving anyway. My body was paralyzed, and I just stared blankly at the television. I began to internally panic. What the fuck was going on? What the fuck was going on? And then there's a lovely picture of River Country. Probably one I will use uh, in the YouTube version. So, some supernatural force is now involved, and it's keeping... I mean, we assume it's supernatural, based on yeah. what we're seeing, but now it's keeping him from leaving. He needs to watch the video. I'm always a little dubious about those parts. Yeah. There has to be something like, I couldn't move. I couldn't stop playing the haunted game. The haunted game is... the. But, you know. I, I, was, I don't think it's... We'll, we'll see. We'll I, have to see what... I was kind of hoping, like, for something that kind of built up, like, a bit nicely, it kind of just threw you... In the midst of it. Yeah, it was building nice, and then it kind of got to this, and I'm like, hmm. I mean, I kind of like, I kind of, again, I kind of like that it started, well, again, I'm trying to reserve judgments until we get more to the uh, the end here, but you've got the next paragraph, I think. Okay. The cameraman was still sprinting, but he didn't seem to be making any progress. He had ended up at the large pond where the slide had dumped his friend. He could hear him sobbing softly, fearing for his life. Suddenly, the tape began to gradually slow down as the man frantically looked from side to side. The audio volume, along with the furnace sound, went up as the video lagged, halting and definitely. 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 Wow. (laughs) It's okay. Jeez. The cameraman turned all the way around and shrieked at the sight of his friend. The video paused on this frame, exposing the cake caked blood all over the other man's face why did it pause at this frame has this been has this video been tampered with has it been edited the top of his skull was now completely exposed and his right eye still missing his mouth was wide open and coming from it was what looked like a combination of the water from bay lake and bile this stayed on the screen for about 10 seconds then switched to a black screen displaying one single message the epidemic begins today who made this film Obviously. The Bush administration. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Instantly, the power went out, and I was left alone in the darkness of the conference room. I became terrified, as I could not see a thing and could not see the door either. I began to shake violently, fearing for my own life. What? Why? Why? River Country had closed because of this, and it was obvious. Disney World had been keeping a disgusting secret. I rushed to the other side of the room, disoriented. Why are you fearing for your life? You just watched a video. The other side... Okay, rush the other side of the room, disoriented, and that's it? That's the end? Yeah. Like, I just saw a weird movie and it freaked me out? There's an ending, no. At least, I mean, that's a little more believable than just, like, I was suddenly expecting, and then I saw a zombie, (laughs) hyper-realistic, caked, bile, blood, water. Ew. An ending note. Oh, there is an ending note. River Country is an actual abandoned water... Oh. Hmm. River Country is an actual abandoned water park that has been sitting dormant in Walt Disney World for over a decade. Oddly, the lights are still on within the area and the music still plays as well. Many theories have come up about its closing. One of the most plausible ones, and one that has been confirmed by WGW employees, is that a deadly type of amoeba was found in the water of Bay Lake, which is used to supply many parts of the theme park. The amoeba can cause illness or death, 
So as a precautionary measure, Disney closed the park for good. I have a problem with this. I do too. And that's that the story immediately is like, oh, this isn't believable at all. So here's here's sort of the note that says, this is my creepypasta, and here's what it's based on. So I feel like if you're going to do a story like this, you should commit to the believability of it and then get people to look it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So having an ending note, it's interesting, don't get me wrong, but it does also kind of compromise, in my mind, what the story was trying to be about, was that, like, the reason the Bay Lake was closed, where there was something, there's something in the water that's turning people into creepy zombie freaking, I don't know. (laughs) You know, it would be, it's not bad. No, I it's mean, not. I mean, in terms of story-wise, the writing's kind of... I don't think it's a bad... Uh, I don't no. think it's that bad. I just... No, it, it, no, I've read so much worse. This isn't that bad. No, but I think it it drops the ball a little bit in a couple places. And I'm kind of like... Eh, yeah. Okay. But, I mean, there is... I mean, I think to a point there is a bit of believability to it. Like, I didn't have internet at the time. Totally understand. I, um, I was in college and um, there was, like I said... It broke, so I had to go to the library. It, I think it might have been interesting to say I tried looking stuff up on the internet, uh-huh. but only got this much. And it's still that time period. I'm assuming it's at, if it's just after 2005, is that time period where it's like not things were more searchable, but not as it is today. It is kind of a neat idea that maybe everything was fine until somehow Disney caught wind of spooky ghost and rising from the water and trying and kill presumably killing the cameraman but i also want to know who the fuck edited the video with the epidemic begins today that feels a little bit um ham-fisted you know that is ham-fisted i think it would have been nice in, in my mind because i mean first off why is this video in the library yeah, well, who? Well, I mean, having a, a, a creepy video from an unknown source is, like, fine, but it feels t- almost too polished. Like, again, when you start getting the super... It, it's the same problem I kind of had with Squidward's suicide, is that once you start throwing in the supernatural a bit too much, I find it a little harder to... Well, okay, and the thing is, I love supernatural stuff, but yeah. this feels... It doesn't feel like it ties in as well. See, I... Keep I, the supernatural stuff in the video... And then not have it leech out of the video unless you have a really good reason to make it leech out of the video. I don't know. And then I just it doesn't sit with me. If I recall, very well. Another thing is, if I recall, it seems nitpicky, but like I don't know what it is. It's something about that. Because they said it's been three years since my family has last gone on vacation to Florida. Okay, so they don't live in Florida. Why is this tape in some random library? Yeah, that's exactly what I was asking at the beginning. Like, it, why? It'd be one thing I think if the person lived in Orlando. And they said this has kind of been, I, I've seen the tourists, da da da. But one of the things that uh, caught my interest as I got older was the river country. All, all we got was that there was something in the water, but I, I want to know more than that. Because that just seemed, that doesn't satisfy me, so. You're already thinking of ways to rewrite this to be more efficient, yeah, right? Yeah, it's not bad. Here's the thing. In terms of the idea behind it, it's not actually a bad one. Yeah. The idea that. Because they said that the amoeba caused illness and death, but it'd be interesting if you saw... If the illness caused zombies instead? I know. That would actually would be interesting, and I kind of... And there just happens to be a videotape on it. That is actually... That could actually be very believable. Yeah. As, as weird as it sounds. But there shouldn't be a, the epidemic begins today or anything like that. Just like... 
tape of seeing this person turning into a zombie with blood caked on his mouth. And, like, part of his skull sticking through his skin. Like, that was... It's effective imagery, I guess. I mean, I just picture... <laughs> I just picture an Alan Resnick-like figure at this point. Like, some of the makeup stuff he's done, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, was that... what? And this person could question, like, wait, did what, did what I watch was real? What... The, it, I mean, it'd be interesting to see... I mean, shouldn't you question if it's real in that case? Because, like, it seems a little too... It seems a little bit too designed to be scary. Yeah, I mean... It's fine. But then, I, I think the video... There can't be, like, a between. It's either got to be really obvious that someone put this together, or it's got to be more, like... Um, like, it should be more raw footage that, that then cut that then ends abruptly. Yeah, because... How did the video get to that library? I have no idea how it, like, it got out. And why it's so calmly labeled, and why it ended up in the conveniently in the hands of the protagonist who is out of state. I just uh, I have a lot of questions about this story. Yeah, and I see I feel like it's missed again. It's it's fine, but it's like missed potential for having a more cohesive uh, piece. No, I completely agree. So, I mean, the Bush. I blame the Bush administration. For that. <laughs> I blame the Bush administration. administration. So what do we uh, what do we want to list it freshness wise? So we give it our freshness. I mean, it's kind of like you get. It's like when you go to a restaurant and then you order the pasta, uh, and you're like, you know, and you're like, it's not that great, but um, I'll eat it, I guess. Well, it's like going to a restaurant, ordering pasta, and then getting water from Bay Lake oh. <laughs> mixed in. Um, I would say al dente, like, it's definitely, I'd say undercooked. Like, not awful, but just undercooked. Yeah, like, again, like, you order a restaurant, you order the, it's like, it's a bit undercooked. There but is, all, I can still eat it. There's potential. This story could be better. Yeah. And it, I like that they use, much like a lot the of writing's the, not bad. Like, yeah, it's not bad. And like I said, it, it, it's believable to a point, like, how the, narr- how the narrator might stumble across these things. I think it it just needs it needs to be tightened in places and I would like a good note of where this time period takes place because I mean we're dealing with internet and stuff like that. Oh, and drop the ending note thing. Like that's yeah. fine, but let other people like in the story you can be like, Cause that's, "This is a fact." <laughs> Look it yeah. up. Well, like is it? That's what makes a good creepy. One, or what makes a good it gives the creepypasta that feel. It's supposed to be believable. It makes you want to like look it up. Like, wait, is this true? Like, I mean, I, I assume, like, people after they read Abandoned by Disney were like, wait, was there really a Mowgli's Palace? And looked it up. Yeah, I actually tried, I kind of tried to give it that element in the Grand Knight stories as well. Like, what? The was, Haunted Mansion stories. I wanted people to look up, I'm, I'm putting this out there, I wanted people to look up the the, the actual, you know, real life park uh, deaths that happened. None of the deaths that happened in the stories are, are made up. And honestly, this almost has it, if they didn't have the editors know. Like, this would have been like, wait, is this River Country thing true? And it absolutely is true. Yeah, or the epidemic begins today. That's so that's so ham-fisted. Just take yeah. that part out, have it be this weird thing that happened, and that's that's more unsettling to me. That's more unsettling because it's more like, oh shit, a zombie, and it's a fucking ghoul, and it's saying some cryptic stuff about, like, there's no hope beneath the water. That's cool. I like those details. Those could be fun supernatural elements. But the more the more cryptic you leave it, if you just leave it like that, 
it makes it more effective. Have it just be a really weird short video that just ends there and not this other stuff about like being paralyzed to, to sit and, you know, like the lights going out in the room, things like that. Just have it be an unsettling thing and then it works more as a, as a believable creepypasta. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I think it would have been nice if it ended with like, was this a prank? It could have been. It, I mean, and someone just filmed this just to be funny or maybe, or is this real? And it's leaves this kind of uncomfortable feeling in your stomach. Yeah. I think um, in the future we might, Kayla and I might actually look at a few other Disney ones, but I like to spread out. But it's, I think, I think this was a good way to start. And again, um, it, I don't think we should visit River Country though if we go to Disney World. God, no. Let's not and say we did. And actually let's not because I don't think you would look very good missing an eye and being all rotten. But you'd still love me, right? You still love me, David. Run! Good night, everybody. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.